It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Another Smart Money Questions Podcast coming at you. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Matt Hausman, the founder of Old Security Group with an office in Westchester, PA, and Newark, Delaware. But if you know this already, serving clients all across the country. And you can find us online at any time by going to smartmoneyquestions.com. That's smartmoneyquestions.com. Matt, you enjoying yourself as we get ready for the podcast today? Absolutely. When am I not, right? That's right. <laughs> you do. You find a lot of the positive in life. Uh, it's one of the things I like about you and why I think we have so much fun doing this show together. So unfortunately, we're going to talk about things that are complicated on the podcast today. So life won't just be simple today on the show. We're going to try and get into some of the, the nuances, some of the tricky things about planning for retirement, especially today's focus. We're going to talk about the complications of an early retirement. That sounds pretty good to most people, doesn't it, Matt? It actually does. What we're going to do with this one, remember you asked me a question a couple podcasts back, and outside of the financial world, what do I think I'm, I kind of know a subject about or an expert about? Uh-huh. And remember what I told you the, my first response was? I, 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 I have a, a terrible memory, so no, I forget. But what, what, I what, said what? having a good time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that's the first thing I consider myself to be an expert in. A really so, important skill. A really important yeah, skill. Yeah, so one of the things we're going to do with this one today, the complications, is we're going to find how to have a good time if early retirement ends up happening, or that's what someone is really looking to do. Yeah, exactly. And some of the, you know, moving parts that come along with that situation as well. You know, because who wouldn't want to kind of, you know, kick off the extra travel you get in retirement, the less stress of, you know, not being employed anymore and having to deal with work stuff and just some of that freedom. Who wouldn't want to start that a little bit earlier than maybe others or earlier than you might have originally planned? But a lot of people, I think, overlook the fact that it's not just a number. You know, there's actually some complications when you change your retirement date from, you know, 65 or 63 to 58 or 60 or 55 if you really retire early. Um, There's some additional complications you've got to be prepared for. So let's tackle some of these examples, Matt. Based on your experience, though, let's kind of define what retiring early looks like. When somebody says that they want to retire early, how early are we talking? Well, first of all, I think the idea is we're talking about retirement early is what's someone's definition of retiring? You know, is it just walking away from the career we've had forever? but we're going to go do something else. You know, I consider retiring where we're really looking to turn off that paycheck we've been used to. And in some cases, you know, I think the youngest client we've had retire was like 53 and they'd been working at the same place since they were 20. And so in that particular case, they walked away from that and they had really good benefits to be able to carry them through Medicare. On most of the time, I would say, People are thinking about early retirement, and it's somewhere in that 60 to 65 age. And uh, I've got numerous clients that have pulled the trigger at, at 61, 63, and have been very happy about it. You know, and, and the other one that retired at that you know, early 50s, very happy about it as well. But I think the first thing is really defining what do we think. When we say early retirement, what's our idea of retirement mean? Yeah, kind of peel back that onion a little bit even further than just early retirement. What does retirement mean 
in the first place. I guess that's a pretty good example. So when somebody says that they do want to retire early, Matt, is it usually a realistic plan for them that's already in place? I mean, can people kind of feasibly do this pretty easily? Yes and no. Many times what I've found is that they have a dream of what they think that early retirement is going to look like. But the answer no would be is they haven't thought about the other quote complications like what we were talking about could actually, you know, what that could look like. And most importantly, what's it going to cost financially? And do I have the ability to take care of that? I think that's the biggest thing that can cause that answer to be no. In terms of for the people that have yes, many times it's they've been at a location where they've got a really strong pension, really strong pension. So they they know they're going to have a good guaranteed source of income that's going to carry them, you know, basically indefinitely. And so that makes it more feasible for them to take that early retirement opportunity. But you still have to plan for it to find out if it is a yes or a no. Still takes uh, a lot of digging, I suppose, to make sure that you would be safe to retire early and before maybe your plan had been designed originally to get you to. When people retire early, I know that one fear some folks have is that they'll get bored and want to go back to work. Others kind of take that part-time approach when they retire. I guess this does somewhat go back to that conversation of you know, what does retirement actually look like to you to begin with? But when people retire earlier, do they usually stay out of the workforce for a long time? Our experience has been kind of 50-50. You know, yeah. I can think of uh, the person I mentioned that that retired in their uh, early 50s. They actually, what their idea of retirement was, was getting out of the position they were at then and then being able to have more freedom. So they went into consulting and they could choose the opportunities that came along or they could decline them. So their idea of retirement was more the idea of time freedom and the choices. But I've got other clients. As a matter of fact, uh, one client that was in today, man, they retired and they absolutely love it. And they have no intention of going back to work <laughs> in any capacity. And But this couple has, you know, they've got kind of family kind of spread out. You know, kids are in Chicago and, and Florida and, and Arizona. And, and so they still get to do the travel. They've got a big social network that they, that they work with. So they're staying very active in retirement. And I would say it's kind of a mixed bag as to do they stay retired. And, and you mentioned that there's a fear that they're going to go back because they get bored. I, I think what happens is people might initially think of that as a fear, but if they get the bug that they understand they need to stay busy, then it gives them the opportunity to go find out what their passion is. And that's what we've seen where people have, they've left that career that they did for 25, 35 years, and they're now going and working in some capacity. In some cases, they're donating time, so it's more charitable work, but they're really looking for the passion that they've been, that they've been wanting to pursue. What are the challenges that people do get into, the planning challenges? So not just necessarily the, uh, you know, what am I going to do with myself in retirement kind of questions, but the actual physical planning challenges that come along with retiring early. What do you see frequently? The biggest thing is healthcare. It's absolutely, it needs to be looked at. It needs to be planned for. That donut of retiring early until Medicare eligibility can be very costly very costly. You know, I had someone in my office earlier this year that got stung by the healthcare early retirement situation. And, you know, if you understand, and I did a podcast about this, if you want more specifics about, I don't know, two or three months ago on understanding healthcare prior to 
to Medicare. But the individual healthcare market now is your premiums are based on income, uh, not on assets. So you have to have an understanding on when you're going to be taking that money or where the assets are and how does it reflect on your tax return. In this particular case, he had actually done what I had talked about. He had retired and then he was doing consulting work. He got a consulting gig and it was going to be a six-month project. It started in the fourth quarter and he didn't pay attention to the language of the contract. And so he was under the understanding, I'm going to get 25% and he was going to take a draw over every two-month period of time. What that was going to allow is, is that for that one year, he was only going to get one payment, which wouldn't take him over the estimated income he had given to Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. And so he got a big subsidy. Well, the problem was that the company actually had the choice of paying it at any time, and they wanted it on their books for that particular tax year. So they wrote him a check in late December, a pretty sizable check that took him over his estimated income with Obamacare. And what we want to understand in the healthcare that if you are getting a subsidy, the police of Obamacare is the IRS and it's based on your tax return. He ended up having to pay back and you guys can look at page two of your tax return and you'll actually see it. The Affordable Care Act premium credit or payback. It's about two thirds of the way down on page two. He had to pay back $30,000 in addition to the tax that was owed on that final payment for that consulting. It was a big number. He was like, man, I got shook. He had no clue that that bill was coming until he filed his taxes. And guess what? They want the money right then. No no waiting. (laughs) Yeah, no waiting. And if you file an extension, they still expect their money, you know, by April 15th or whatever the deadline date is for that year. So healthcare is the biggest obstacle that people have in looking at an early retirement. If you're fortunate enough and you have a healthcare retirement package that includes the coverage, maybe not the coverage you had while you were working, but some type of retiree health plan, that can be extremely, you have no idea. Well, in this case, it's valuable to 30000 a year, right? So it's an extremely important equation when looking at retiring before the Medicare eligibility age of 65. So I guess the million-dollar question then, Matt, is is simply how can somebody really know if early retirement's going to work out for them? I mean, how can we say, yeah, this is a feasible option for me <laughs> if it's something I want to do, or no, I need to keep working and buckle down? Is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want specifics. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you got to plan, you got to put pen to paper, and you you really have to be able to look and analyze. Can it happen financially? And that's just putting a plan together, looking at when you're looking to, you know, pull the plug. Are you going to go back and do any type of part-time work or consulting work or, and what's that going to look like? What's the income need? But the biggest thing that I tell people, you know, I, I had to tell someone this, I don't know, probably about a month, month and a half ago when we were going through the planning process and, and they were wanting to retire early. The problem was, is that their money was tax characterized as a qualified retirement account, an IRA. And that's where the majority of it was. And they had They had two and a half years until Medicare eligibility. And I said, you can retire early if you are prepared to spend anywhere from $30,000 to $33,000 a year for health insurance. If you can do that, if you can stomach that, then it can happen. If you can't, then I'm going to aim to say it's not something that you want to consider right now. 
65 is going to be the age that we're looking at. And that's ultimately what they're, at least that's the plan right now, is that they didn't want to have to spend that just for health care, just for health insurance. So you just got to sit down and, and do the planning. Sometimes we need that sobering reminder, I suppose. So that's really important to know. Matt, every couple of shows, I like to ask you this. If you're a current client, you can go ahead and turn off the podcast. Thanks for listening. We, <laughs> we enjoyed it. Have a great week. We'll What's talk to you next time. What's coming up now? Good night. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say, if somebody's new to the podcast, they've stumbled upon us for uh, the first time. I know a lot of folks have kind of been with us from the beginning, and they've heard a lot of episodes and all of your guidance and, and have maybe even worked with you for many, many years. But if somebody's new to the equation, just tell us a little bit about how you operate. I'm asking some questions that I know the answers to, but that's okay. You know, Do they have to be in the vicinity of your, your office location? to be able to work with you, or if they're outside of the Pennsylvania, Delaware area, can they still connect with you? And, and what's it look like to have kind of a first appointment and kind of walk through this conversation, not just of early retirement, but just that overall retirement conversation? You know, interestingly enough, uh, you said, do they have to be in this area? We just brought on a client in our 10th state, the great state nice. of New York. So essentially we can, you know, we connect remotely. We can connect by a conference call. We can do screen share, come into the office, have a cup of coffee. And initially, it's just talking about whatever it is the the client or the person is wanting to accomplish. What are their goals? Let's talk about what it is. Well, you know, For instance, is it early retirement? Is it, I was reading an article the other day, are they looking to work past? All of a sudden now, the age force is getting older, working in, I've got clients working into the 70s. What do they want their money to do for them? or for charities or for heirs and just kind of starting that process. And then from there, it's just, it's a continual educational process that we take the person through to let them see, okay, this is what you started out telling us. And this is the road to be able to get there, or the road's only going to go this far. It's not going to go far enough. So we, you know, these are the changes that we would probably recommend. But it's more of an educational experience, whether it's in the office or whether it's remotely. And just going through and showing someone, these are the opportunities that you have. And then coaching them through implementing what those opportunities look like. So many different uh, things that you have to think about when it comes to retirement and financial planning. If you're not thinking about all of those on your own and you might need some assistance, I encourage you to reach out to Matt Hausman if you've got questions about the process. You can do so a couple of different ways. The easiest one's probably online, smartmoneyquestions.com. You can get in touch with Matt through the website, send him a direct email, info at smartmoneyquestions.com. Or if you like the phone call method, that'll work too, 610 719 3003 is that number. That's 610-719-3003. And that'll put you in touch with Matt and let you talk about things like early retirement, about planning for your financial future and the rest. 610-719-3003 or smartmoneyquestions.com. Matt, that's it for the podcast today. Thanks as always for your help and guidance. And uh, hey, we'll do another one next week. How's that sound? Sounds great. Awesome. For Matt, I'm Walter. Thanks for joining us this week. Hope you have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon on Smart Money Questions.